0: we consume. Ahoy, ahoy,
1: and welcome to What We Consume, a show about all the things we put into our minds and bodies. I'm your host, King Hagathor, and with me, as always, is...
2: Hey, guys. If you're short on Christmas spirit this year, don't worry, because it's never too late. Too late? Why nonsense? Don't cry, King. Frosty's not going for good, you see? He was made out of Christmas snow, and Christmas snow can never disappear completely. Oh, it sometimes goes away for almost a year at a time and takes the form of spring and summer rain. But you can bet your boots that when the good, jolly December wind kisses it, it'll turn into Christmas snow all over again. And remember, everybody, the Christmas spirit comes around every year. You only get so many, so make sure you stay holly jolly. And I'm here. This is Kevin.
0: And we are once again joined by our good friend, Michael. Good morning. Good morning. In less than an hour, aircrafts from here will join others from around the world and you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Mankind. That word should have ne- had new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interests perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of july and you will once again be fighting for our freedom not for tyranny oppression or persecution but from annihilation we're fighting for our right to live to exist and we should win today the 4th of july will no longer be known as an american holiday but as the day when the world declared in one voice we will not go quietly into the night we will not vanish without a fight we're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today we celebrate our Independence Day.
2: What the hell, Mike? Were you trying to just top me with that speech? You I was talking about the spirit of Christmas and you you come out here with the with one of the greatest movie speeches of all time? Are you trying to get the people pumped for Christmas or Independence Day? Um totally both. That was that was amazing, by the way. I don't know where you pulled that from. That was great. Uh the internet. So you guys both
1: stole movie quotes on an episode that we're talking about music. It's the beauty of it, King. That's the beauty yeah. of it. It's cross-media for you. So today we are talking about Christmas music, and this is going to be our last episode of the year, so I thought we'd have just, you know, a little bit of fun. We had some fun last week, but uh, I feel like I feel like we had a lot more to say about Christmas music than, uh, than last week's episode. So today we're just going to be going through a list of Christmas music uh some of it's the old classics some of it's uh more new and modern and some of it's uh a little bit counter to the traditional Christmas spirit but we figured we'd just go down a list talk about our thoughts and our feelings when it comes to certain songs how they make us feel which I've got some things to say about a few of these I'm sure you two do too yeah so so do you you guys just want to get started?
2: We can. I definitely got some things to say, and I got some rebuttals to, I feel like, at least one song that I think you guys feel like is corny or something, or like, it makes no sense, but, uh, like, I like when I was listening to it, I understood more of it, But so when we get to it, I'll talk about it.
1: Okay. So, I figured, since, you know, we're getting a lot more holiday advertisements on TV or YouTube or just on the internet in general... And God knows this one's constantly
0: played. I figured we'd start with "All I Want for Christmas Is You" by Mariah Carey. Before we go deep into it, there's another one that really pisses me off that I hear all a lot. It's and we it's not in this because it's an ad for the cranberry sprite. I cannot stand that damn commercial and the song that goes Do, with it. the 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 Christmas song, like parodies or
1: whatever that advertisements are doing this year are fucking horrendous. Yeah, can't. Like, stand they're me. not good songs. They're incredibly annoying. Very much so.
2: Yeah. I don't think I've... Heard, well, I've probably heard of whatever jingle you're talking about, but I don't know.
1: Amazon has a really egregious one. It's like the 12 Days of Christmas, but it's about, like, you know, like, shipping shit. See, and yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Like, it's just like, dude, we already hate you as a company. Stop it. So you have to...
2: I think I'm probably one of the people on the opposite side is when it gets to this time. I I get all giddy and stuff when they, like, parody these songs and stuff with, like, their commercials and things. But they're never any
1: good. Yeah, but... It's... Also, the one with the Grinch in it is fucking horrific. <laughs> like, they got the rights to the Grinch, but they, like, made him sound like an old mobster. Like, he doesn't even sound like any version of the Grinch. He's just like, yeah, I'm stealing Christmas,
0: see? that sounds awful i i don't watch a lot of tv and i don't see too many ads but the only one that comes to my mind because it gets memed on on tiktok is the fucking sprite cranberry song
1: yeah i'm not sure i'm familiar with that since i'm not on tiktok but anyways uh so let's go ahead and start with mariah carey this song gets played far too many times oh yeah like like no matter how you feel
0: about it i i I, I can't understand anyone being okay with how often this shit gets played. And it gets memed on. Mariah Carey got the unlimited money glitch with this song.
1: Yeah. I
0: did see that.
2: Yeah. I like the song. So I was watching the music video and everything. She, they, she made like an updated music video a couple years ago. I was like, man, I don't like this video. Like It doesn't feel as like good like memory. So I watched the old one. And I was like, oh, this is what I'm talking about. But I think the reason, well, I do think it gets overplayed now, but I think the hype around it when it did get big and everybody like initially started to like it and everybody like, and it, you know, it grew and grew and grew because the song for me, like when you listen to it, it like encompasses like love it encompasses Christmas It encompasses fun it's like it is what Christmas is about you know Christmas isn't about just the gifts and giving things it's about being together and finding love and not being alone you know all you want for Christmas is you so like I don't have to have anything else I don't have to have any decorations I don't have to have like family I don't have to go see anybody as long as you're by my side uh, like I'm happy and I think that resonates with so many people is why the song got so big and wide it's overplayed because that's like that's what that's what everybody wants during this time they want to have that love they want to have somebody there and mean you know, if you look at um, christmas movies they all want love during during christmas they all all they want is you all they want is a partner
1: yeah I, I don't mind the song by itself and like I mean say what you will about love actually but like that part is pretty fun when the little girl sings it to the little uh and, and like points to the uh, Liam Neeson's kid
2: First uh, off what did you mean say what you will about love actually that movie is great and should be in the Smithsonian Smithsonian
1: I'm not going to argue with you about this like I I've watched it quite a few times it's not a good movie it's 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 popcorn fluff so of course you like it but
2: King, that was insulting, and I like it. Keep coming at me, buddy.
1: <laughs> Starting to sound like Gray Fox. It's yeah, it, all no that metal, it's metal gear. It's all that no metal, metal gear, gear
2: seeped into us. I can't get it out now. Yeah,
1: it's, it's a it's a good song, uh, but it's just so overplayed that, like, it's, like, I've got, like, a short fuse for it. So, like, it comes
0: on, it's just like,
1: son of a bitch!
0: See, my... It is overplayed, and there's a station here. I don't know if you have a station where you're at, King, but there's a station called Q102 around my area. Like, all they do is just play Christmas music. it's like as soon as like the month of December starts, it's like 24 hours of Christmas music. It's from so,
2: it, it's from uh, uh, Black Friday, so oh. the day after Thanksgiving till uh, the. 26th as soon as started. it hits 12 o'clock on December 26th it uh goes away that
0: doesn't make it any better
1: dude go. dude I'm from the American heartland we got like four fucking channels uh, on the I radio <laughs> no. like yeah we we I, I'm familiar with those kind of channels yeah I mean like you're right Kevin it does it does have like a pretty good message about like just uh to be with that special someone on Christmas. But, it, like, it's so overplayed, it's hard to, like, really care about, like, the contents or, like, yeah. anything with the song. It's just, like, you hear it, and it's just, like, god damn
2: it. Well, I think at this point, they, like, they know that it's gonna make money, so they just keep pushing it. Like, well, even if Mariah Carey's making all the money, but, like, pe- like, people know that you're gonna talk about it even if you hate it. And you're like, oh, I hate this song. But it, like, brings the brings that stuff back. It's just... They're going to they're gonna push it because it's, like, the, the number one pushable song at the time. Like, I like the song, but it's nowhere... It's not even in my top ten, like, favorite Christmas songs. Like, it's it's good, but, it like, you know, it's... It, this thing, it makes money.
0: Well, it also gets memed on to death. So
2: that... and, I, and I think advertisers know that. And they know meme TikToks, Reddit pages... You know, Instagram reels, all that stuff. If you're going to make a video, make a post about it on it, that's just more and more coverage for whatever they're doing.
1: I guess that's fair. All right. Well, do we have anything else to say about it or should we move on?
2: I do like, uh, I, all I have to say is younger Mariah Carey, way better than, what, than older Mariah Carey. I know she's kind of, is she a little bit crazy now? Or am I thinking somebody else? Or has uh, she always been kind of kooky? I I can't think of anything specifically besides, like, internet memes. She did marry Nick Cannon, so there's got to be something wrong with her, right? I guess that's fair. Doesn't Nick Cannon have, like, 12
1: kids? He has. Uh Yeah. From, like, eight different women? Yeah. So which one is she?
2: No idea.
1: Alright. They were married for Uh, a while, though. Yeah, let's go ahead and move on. So the next one on our list is "Jingle Bell Rock" by Bobby Helms. I
0: like "Jingle Bell Rock." I like so I do like a lot of the older ones, usually, typically, other than a couple. That's "Jingle Bell Rock" probably one of my favorites. Yeah, um,
1: based on like the titles, I I get this one kind of mixed up with um, "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree," but uh, I do. I do enjoy this song. Um, it's used in movies pretty well to, like, usually, like, setting a scene or whatever. But, yeah, it's it's nice. It's, it's short, uh, yeah. thankfully. It's very um, catchy. It is very catchy. Like, it doesn't have a whole lot of substance to it, but it's fine. It's just, like, it's one of those that gets you in the Christmas spirit, and that works for me. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same.
2: Like, I'm indifferent about... Jingle Bell Rock, but it, uh, like Mike said, or just really, it does. Uh, like I get that, and um, oh my gosh, what did he say? The Rocking Around the Rocking Christmas Around tree. the Christmas Tree, yeah. I get both of those mixed up, but I really like Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. By the way, uh, yeah, we'll uh, get to that one soon. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, like it's 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 fun and inoffensive. It's just like it's just one of those staple Christmas ones, like. You throw this one on at a Christmas party, I don't think anyone's going to be upset.
2: Oh, it's, yeah, I know. Nobody's going to be upset. Nobody, Everybody's going to be like, oh, I remember this song, and it's going to be, you know, be bebopping around.
0: That wouldn't get me going, um, hitting the gritty and all that, you know? Sorry, I had to throw in the, the new age lingo for all the nice. our younger audience. Nice. Way to show off that Riz. <laughs>
2: Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, hear? I hear enough of this language during my uh, week to kill myself with. So Yeah, Kevin,
1: yeet out another reference for us. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, uh, like, a- as much as it is a staple of Christmas, like, there's really just not that much to say about it. Like, most most of the lyrics are just jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Like yeah. So, uh, I think... I think we can move on from this one then. So the next one up is Feliz Navidad. Obviously, all these lyrics are in Spanish, but I mean this is again another like Christmas staple. I. It's also well, sorry, uh, I said all the lyrics are in Spanish. Half the lyrics are in Spanish because it's it's just the two core like it's 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 just Feliz Navidad uh, three times and then uh, Prospero año y Felicidad. and then uh after he goes through that twice he switches over to the english version which is i want to wish you a merry christmas three times followed by from the bottom of my heart Mm. yeah uh so it's not like a direct uh translation uh but it's essentially the same
0: meaning yeah uh i like this one a lot even though i you mean i mean obviously i even not knowing spanish too well even though i took two classes on it in high school I took two lat- classes in Latin in high school. and I don't remember anything from that either. Um, oh, it's a dead language. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's 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 a very sweet song to me. I mean, yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's just wishing you a merry
1: Christmas yeah.
2: over and over yeah. again.
1: It's really hard to be too upset at this one. It,
2: um, yeah, that's all the words to it, right? Like it's just Feliz Navidad. Prospero, it, it, as far as I can
1: Feliz remember, Pro. there might have been like extended lyrics. Yeah, I don't.
2: Think but there yeah, is.
1: that's. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just repetitive.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's just like um me and Mike went to a wedding uh for one of our friends who has uh who married like a Mexican or Latin American descent of yeah. Uh, and then th- there so there's a song that there was a song that they played over and over again at their wedding. And I think like that like that side of the culture music is just like like the there's something about the repetitiveness of like their music. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know there is something behind that to like how what they get hype off of, like if hype is the right word for it. When they like when they like sing and dance and they have their moves and stuff. Uh, but I, I you know I enjoyed that song.
1: Yeah, like I said, inoffensive, just catchy, and you know. Very easy to sing along with. (laughs) Yes, that is true. I mean, that that is... Like, even if you don't know shit about Spanish, it's...
0: Like, I'm pretty
1: sure, like, most people at a party will, like, very loudly belt out the Feliz Navidad, and then when it comes to the the Prospero Año y Felicidad, they're gonna be like... (laughs) Uh, That was me me in the car every time this came on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, another, another good one. So then we get to one that I had never heard before this year, um... But I'm glad you uh, put it on the list because it it is an interesting, you know, different view. So, Mike, what uh, what do you want to tell us about uh, Mary Axmas by the Ice Nine Kills? So,
0: the band Ice Nine Kills, their last two albums, they've really changed their what how they write their music into like horror movie songs. Like all their songs are based off of a horror movie or something like that. This one was based... I had this googled and I already closed out of that tab um, <laughs> by accident because I don't remember the name of the movie off the top of my head. Oh, it's from 1984. Fuck, what was that one called? Yeah, Maybe I must have gotten rid of it too. This is embarrassing, Michael. It, it's a it's a thriller movie. That's all I can tell you right now until I can Google this properly.
2: I think, that, I think there's a reason. Uh... You haven't heard the song, and not many people probably have heard the song. We're probably the uh, three out of ten of the views for it. This song doesn't Ma- encompass Christmas at all. Just, just Mike, saying. is it?
0: Is it, is it uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night? Yes, it's Silent Night, Deadly Night. For some reason, Google is just not wanting to cooperate with me on looking that up. Yeah, yeah. So it is a genre that not many people are accustomed to. It's called metalcore. So there's screamy lyrics, typically mixed in with clean vocals. So if they it, had
2: some. If there was some more bells in it, some more of the. Uh,
0: okay, well, this the, is the, cla- the clapper
2: of- thing to, for like uh, you know re- uh, horse uh, like hoof things hitting the ground. And there was you know, some.
0: Did you listen through the whole song? I, did, I was probably. I just, doubt it.
2: I, I don't remember.
0: You didn't because there's a part where they I think either take out. I see how you are you, you didn't want to listen to the whole song because you don't like the music the and that's end? fine it, it it's like end? partially through the song They I think either take a clip from the movie and play it in it Or I didn't look that deep into it I just wanted to include something that was different Not to the traditional thing And it's more based off of a movie than It's like a, a scary Christmas movie essentially About Santa Claus killing people Yeah it, like
1: Metalcore is very hit and miss to me Sometimes it works for me and sometimes it doesn't this one wasn't my favorite but uh but i do like that it was included on the list just because it was you know it's uh it's it's a very large deviation from the norm of christmas songs and sometimes that's a good thing uh it's it's nice to have other options out there and also it's very funny when someone's like let's listen to christmas music for the third day in a row
0: it's like all right i got a banger for you yeah hit them with this one and personally i like it because i i I, i'm a fan of the genre as a whole um there was a there's another band called august burns red that they they do a bunch of christmas music but it's just covers of like all the other traditional songs so it would have been kind of bland to throw one of theirs in it in a way but they do really good covers and they don't typically sing during them it's just instrumentals so i would recommend checking them out if anyone's curious and checking out more metalcore yeah i certainly listened to a couple of them and they were pretty like those those were pretty
1: uh interesting
2: so you're uh, talking about the like like break that they have to where they like sing do the like i'm always talking about like the regular song like um like not like they have like a break in the middle to where they these little guys it's and, called a
0: bridge well
2: it's not even a bridge it's like a I didn't watch
0: the music video, so I don't know anything about the music video. It's
2: just where it's they like start. It starts jingling some bells, but like some different people sing or something like that. Yeah. Um, But like the I was talking about like the regular music of the song. That's not the genre, though. But I'm saying you could mix it in with the genre to make it more holly jolly.
0: It's not a holly jolly song. It's based off of a horror film.
2: You can make a holly that, jolly that, horror. It all goes together.
0: I
1: kind of agree with both of you. Like, yeah, that is not typically metalcore instruments. However, I think you could have added something in, and it still would have been metalcore. Like, you know, you you can they make it. They did Jingle a Balls la la la, la, la at or, the end. Yeah, Feliz Navidad. Yeah, but the, but it, that's but yeah, that's still at,
2: that's still at the end or like in the middle. It's not like they're actual with their playing. Like. um... You know, it's like, that's like something, that's like a off. That's like when King says, like, bye at the end, you know? It's part of the episode, but it's like not, it's just like the end of the episode. Do you get what I'm saying?
0: I get what you're saying. I def- it would just probably sound really off to me. Uh, but, you know, that's not like, why I picked the song. I just wanted something different in there instead of all of the classics, you know? I almost wanted to throw in a dubstep song, and I'm glad we did it because that song has not aged well.
1: Yeah, to be honest, it, like, I I like the intent, I'm not a big fan of the execution, I think it was The intent was missing.
0: more for the two people in my friend, our friend group that would know the song, and be like, huh, but they probably don't listen to the podcast anyway, so it doesn't matter, so. Yeah, plus he threw it in the group chat, and they had their little, ah, moment. What's it called? It's the dubstep Santa song. I don't remember who it's by. It's just, it doesn't matter. But uh, all right, so I think we can go ahead and move on then, <laughs> unless you guys have something else to say about it. I'm glad we spent. This is the song that we spent like five minutes talking about. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I, I've, I've been distracted by
1: something else. So like um, my head hasn't been fully in it for the last couple of minutes. That's fair and understandable. All right, so uh, the next one up is um. Kind of not related to metalcore, really, but it's kind of, like, a little bit closer than most traditional songs. It's Carol of the Bells, and we went with the Monique Daniela uh, version. It's the one you typically hear in movies, right, Kevin?
2: Yeah, yeah, and it's the one that they play for, like, light shows and stuff. So if you ever see, like, if you go to Christmas Lights and they have light show, Well, not I'm talking about, like, a, her instrumental... Like not her words, but the instrumental part of it, so it plays for like light shows. This and um... pretty sure it's
1: the Trans Siberian Orchestra. No, that's Trans
2: Siberian. I'm I'm wrong. Yes, this is. Oh my God, hold on. You guys okay? No, I'm I'm my. There's just so many songs that my brain's jumping around. Okay, yes, Carol Carol of the Bells is like um. So it's like a setting of the tone. Uh, there's a couple of movies like Christmas movies that it sets in. Uh, like starts believe, uh, say that again? I believe Home Alone uh, uses it. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, it's like a it, it sets the tone for things and everything. Uh, if you like listen to Carol of the Bells, you'll know exactly what it is.
1: Heart the Bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say Christmas is here, good cheer to To hear words of good cheer From everywhere feeling
0: the air Oh, how they come Raising the sun Oh, in the dale Telling the tale In every while people sing Songs of good cheer Christmas is here
1: And also yeah, and, um, That new movie that just came out uh, The new John Wu movie uh, Silent Night With the silent protagonist I'm Like, I might be misremembering But I'm like 95% certain That's the song they used in the The uh, Trailer, but that I'm not positive that was Monique Daniela's version, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, but like this song, this song gets used a lot because it it is a little bit more intense than most Christmas music. It's it still has like some Christmassy elements of it, uh, a little bit better than like Mary Axmas, but it does have a like more intensity, uh, a more thrilling quality to it than most Christmas music.
2: Well, I know if you go to so, like, if you go listen to Christmas music and it's, like, centered around the bells, they'll play Carol of the Bells. Like, they'll, uh, you know, there's Christmas, like, orchestras and concerts that you can go to, to where they're on, they only do bells and stuff, and this is one of the, like, those big songs that they do with it, just because it's all, like, there's a reason, because when you listen to it, it's got a lot of, like, little ticks and stuff in it.
1: Whereas trans Siberian Orchestra, being an orchestra, tends to have more... Uh, like cello and bass like added into their version of the Carol of the Bells yeah
2: and I think this has like I think orchestra still do this as well I know um, the well she's not an orchestra but the Lindsey Sterling uh, Mm -hmm. lady I know she like has covered this with her violin things so uh, I think they're like the orchestra that and this are more similar than not like a, and if you like, put them in genre of Christmas songs, if that makes sense.
0: Sure, it is a very popular song to be covered by. Like I said, like August Burns Red, that's like in their top five songs is their cover of this, which is just an instrumental of it. And uh I also think of the South Park version with Mr. Mackey doing an an a cappella version of it. It kind of gives me a giggle. Yeah, and I feel like
1: a. Uh... I feel like several like heavier bands like um, it might have been uh, shit. Who was Buckethead part of? Was that Pro- or was it Buckethead or Les Claypool that was in Primus? Les Claypool. Okay, um, I I think I've heard like them do it like not as like a full song but just like uh, as a like interlude between songs uh, at like concerts and stuff like just you know. Yeah. Du- 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 okay which is always kind of cool to like hear it on like an electric guitar or an electric bass or or like even a drum version of it uh it's it's certainly like earned its position and its popularity right
2: just to like in home alone i just wanted to tell like so you know the part that it in is in i'm pretty sure it's in the part to where he um is in the church, and he talks to the neighbor who's, like, he they thinks the killer, and then he's, like, he has this realization that this is, he's going to go defend his home.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's right, because it's, like, basically his, like, commando moment where, like, uh, Arnold suits up, like, it's, it's, like, kind of for that montage of him, like, doing his final preparations for the Sticky Bandits. Yeah. St- no, wait, no, they're the they're the wet band. they're, the, they're wet, the sticky band. In stickies the, in the sequel
2: in the second one yeah yeah i have heard so there was you know tiktok so there's been a bunch of like things they're like hey home alone is the die hard for kids and die hard is just die hard for like adults but they're the same movie how do you feel about that
1: i mean it's kind of fun in a very simplistic manner it's not exactly i like, it's certainly not a one for one or anything, but yeah, there's enough similarities where it is kind of fun to say that. However, I think we brought this up last year. I still want to see like a child's rendition of like, uh, the holiday play being fucking diehard, just yeah. a little, little barefoot eight year old running around going yippee <laughs> You know, like, but yeah, like there's, there's certainly similarities. Um, you know, uh one entity versus a much uh stronger more powerful foe and they have to use essentially guerrilla tactics in a urban environment to protect themselves or or take out the bad guys.
2: Yeah.
1: Both good movies. So, you know, Great it's movie. it's not like it's a I I don't find it offensive to make that connection or anything. Do we have anything else for Carol of the Bells? No, nah, no. Nah. Since we brought up Trans-Siberian Orchestra, I figured we needed at least one song on the list, and since we'd already covered Carol of the Bells, uh, the one that sticks out most to me is Wizards in Winter. Yes. Um, It's a high-energy, pretty intense song. I mean, like, it's not intense if you listen to, like, metal all the time, but, like, if you're just, like, a casual dabbler or, like, don't listen to it at all, it is kind of, like, almost introductory to that, even though it's played by an orchestra. But it's just a sweet song, and it's the one I think of most when, like, we talk about, like, someone doing a Christmas light show because uh, because it's got a lot of, like, quick jumps and, like, because it sounds pretty intense. Like, it does make for a really unique light show if the person who's set up the lights did a good job. And the person in my neighborhood who would do that, uh, like, really put in some effort into it. So that's what I always think.
2: Yeah, they... Everybody who does light shows use this. This is like you said; it's the best one for like quick cuts and lights turning on and off and like twinkling and doing like the wave across and stuff with lights. That's it's wonderful. They're also just like their Christmas songs are just so iconic for the orchestra. Like if you're going to listen to orchestra Christmas songs or things like that, you usually go to that. Unless you're unless you're listening to more like low key music
1: if that makes sense yeah or if you're just listening to the classics because you know uh this isn't a classic i don't know how long trans-siberian orchestra has been around they've been around for a while but when i'm talking about classics i'm talking about like sinatra and uh crosby and you know like old crooner songs mostly but you know like for a more modern idea of christmas music like it's definitely a staple for me but it, it is a little bit off the beaten path as far as Christmas music goes
0: yeah um, I really like it about the only time I do hear here is if I go to see relatives over like the, over like the town down the road from me if I go to visit them they're they're usually like playing this or some other kind of stuff but this like their music usually is popping up there i don't usually actively go out of my way to listen to them though but i really liked wizards in winter mostly because it's the title name sounds really cool too yeah yeah <laughs> uh, so do we have anything else to say about that one uh i don't in particular
1: well then we'll move on to uh the next one which is still like kind of more uh i mean it, it's an older song but it does kind of have more of a modernization um or a modernized feel to it, uh, which is rocking around the Christmas tree. I mean, I would consider this a classic, but it is, it is a little bit different from, uh, say, Crosby or Sinatra. Um,
0: and uh, the version we chose is uh, by Brenda Lee. I honestly thought that the song was more recent than the date that she had released it. But I suppose not. When did she do it? Like the early 60s? It's uh, late 50s. Yeah, I figured it was right around that. But it sounds much, it sounded like much more, I would say closer to like 70s, if that, maybe even. But I wasn't expecting late 50s as like the release date for this song. No, I was just gonna say it's been a, it's been around for a while for sure. Yeah.
2: So Brenda Lee, she like she's still she's still alive and she's still performing this song, even though it came out in '58. She literally released a new music video for it a month ago, and I watched it and she is rocking out in it. And she also nice. just uh, uh, two days ago or so she was on NBC performing it live, uh, like she is still rock, like rocking around the christmas tree at whatever age she is let me i actually want to see how old she is right now she's probably in her 80s got to be let's see close to it at least she was born in 44
0: oh so she was 13 when she wrote or she had the song was written
2: she yeah she released it in 58 Dang. so whatever whenever and it got yep,
0: that's that's 14 years
2: yeah, so, and then she then it got released in like '61 in the UK. So she was, and she's still performing, which is crazy at 78.
1: Hey, you know what? Good for her. Dude, I mean, Dolly Parton was just the halftime show at the uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys and Com uh Com uh Commanders. I wanted to say Cowboys and Comrades game. <laughs> that would have been a very different game, yeah. I imagine. She's still up um, and rocking it too
2: yeah sure was, is I she love... was wearing
1: one of the Cowboys uh, cheerleader outfits yeah.
2: I love I, um, like seeing them do all that stuff is awesome she yeah, has a uh, doll dude we, we didn't even talk about the Dolly Parton she has a whole Christmas album from 1984
1: well I mean we're definitely not getting through every song cause nah. like we we cut off quite a few of these already um so we'll probably do this again next year or sometime but yeah uh Rocking around the Christmas tree, another staple. Again, used in Home Alone at least, right? Because uh, that's when he's operating the like fake people to like make it seem like the house is busting. I believe so. Yeah, yeah it is. I've seen that movie? I haven't yeah, watched yeah. a Christmas movie in a while. There, there are... I just got the first two on uh, Blu-ray uh, when I picked up the Grinch last week. So it's the uh, only two, probably... right? <laughs>
0: the only two good ones. But yeah, there's six Home
2: Alones. There's six Home Alones, by the way. You could have just That's said that there
0: was two, and I would have been fine with that.
2: No, nope, there's six.
1: Yeah. I, I've seen the first three, and I was like, well,
0: one of them's good. The other's still entertaining. I'm sure we'll come to this one day, but which one is y'all's favorite of the first two? So, weirdly, we only owned the second one. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: so for the longest time, I thought it was the first one, and so I've seen the second one a lot more. They're both good. Well, they're both entertaining. Uh, the second one is a little bit too self-indulgent, but I haven't seen it in a long time, so it's really hard to say, but I'd say probably the first one, like, although both of them are just, like, you know, like, they kind of ham up, uh, like everyone else so like his entire family is really shitty in the first one and then in the second one like he's really shitty like he's being a dick to the hotel staff and like just like over like he's spending all this money and shit it's just like dude
0: like doesn't he like learn a lesson during that one though like he learns a lesson in the first one too but uh but that one's like bu- more just set in the house and i think i liked the set pieces in the second one it doesn't matter i was just curious what I think I like that's the fair. second one
2: more. The, we, we, the fir- we would have to get into a whole discussion of this. The first one is by far my favorite. But I don't think he's like a dick to the hotel staff and everything. He's being clever and like tricking them. But because he's such a young kid, I also don't think he like understands the... Con- he still doesn't understand the concept of money. He's still like only nine. He's nine He was buying
1: his own groceries in the first movie.
2: Yeah, but that's because he needed to, to live. Like, But he doesn't understand like... That a hotel room is worth a lot of money. Like he, like he just doesn't understand the concept. And also, like the I parents said, in both are like not very great. They forget their kid twice, and like or like he. What I mean, it's not just wants. his parents; it's the yeah. entire family. Like the family is dicks.
1: <laughs> awful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Um, but, yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen either of them, particularly the second one, so, like, I'd have to go back and watch it, but I just feel like I remember him, I mean, like, granted, he's, he's being shitty to, oh, God, what's his name, uh, Rob Schneider, so, like, that's kind of a free pass, and then the other one is, uh, oh, he's from Clue and Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, Spice. <laughs> Spies. yeah, uh, um, can't think of just... his name off the top of my...
0: (laughs) I'm completely blanking. Oh, this is terrible. Um, I mean, obviously Google's right at my fingertips, but, you know... Tim
2: Curry.
0: Yeah, Tim Curry. Tim
1: Curry, yeah. Yeah. And, like, Tim Curry, you know, is being Tim Curry, so, like, that's really entertaining. And then you got Pesci and um, uh, Daniel Stern, and they're both, you know, doing their stuff. So, like, of course they're going to be hammy, because
0: they're villains in a kids movie, but... Um, hey man don't forget our main man Donald J trump yeah yeah he, uh, <laughs> uh, I believe he gives him wrong
1: directions in that movie like I don't think it was supposed to I think they just but very very interesting cameo yeah in any case um yeah we should probably move on to the yeah, next sorry. song I yet.
0: was I, I, I wanted a quick answer but it turned into something more yeah,
2: no, uh, home alone home alone the whole thing I, one day I want to go to like the house. I know you can't, like, so you can't go in or anything because people own it now, and they get mad, but I at least want to drive by and see where all that stuff is. Like, there's a guy who did, he has a YouTube channel who did, did like, Behind, it's like, it's called, like, Behind the Lot or something like that, and uh, he, like, went all around, but I want to go see, too. I just, you know, I want to go. Also, the songs in Home Alone, like, they're all, I think every single one of them are, like, Christmas songs, like traditional ones too. So it's just th- I think there's a lot of crossover that what we're going to talk about to go into that.
1: Yeah. Um, so, anyways, "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree." Uh, I really like it. You guys seemed pretty positive about it. Oh yeah. Okay, then I think we can move on. So uh, the next one we have is "Last Christmas" by Wham. I love, I like uh,
2: Christmas. I love I like Wham. "Last Christmas." I like "Last Christmas." Love it. What's it the guy's
0: name from that? Is it George Michaels? Yep. Yeah, I like George Michaels a lot. He he's relatively it's, talented.
2: Yeah, he he the, he he's also going to be in another uh, song that we talk about in just like two in two more songs. But yeah, let, I don't know. Last Christmas is just iconic for me. You know, they're going skiing. Yeah, he you know he gave video? someone he gave someone his heart, and then the very next day she like threw it away and then he's like you know he's like i'm not doing that again even though all i want for christmas you know it's to be happy and have someone those
0: are Uh, the lyrics it's just uh i I do find the lyrics a little contradictory in a way not i guess contradicting might not be the word but like he's talking about like how he's going to save it for next year to give to someone else special but what if it's the same deal again you know, then he's gonna have to re-release last Christmas too.
2: But he never did, so it must have worked that next year. You know, maybe. Uh, I just think it's uh, iconic. I'm pretty sure most people hear it. Uh, it's also got like the opening, like when you when you hear the opening, you know instantly what this song is.
0: Yeah, I I, I like the whole. I, I like the whole song. It's it's a good song. Yeah, I just think it's fine. I am wow. into 80s music. I, I, even though this is a Christmas song a lot of 80s tracks I'm like really into just cuz I like their typical tone and beats to it. Yeah, th- this one like it it doesn't
1: have a whole lot of a nostalgia or anything for me. Like I've I've heard it forever but it's just like one of those songs where it's just like, yep, okay. So like I don't ha- like I don't have anything negative to say about it, but I don't have anything like overly positive to say about it too. It's just like that last Christmas. Yeah, sure. That's fair. So with that, we're uh, gonna move on to "Wonderful Christmas Time" by Paul McCartney. I love
0: this song. I love Paul McCartney. I like the Beatles, but I understand that there's some there. You know, it's the Beatles. Some hit or miss with the, some of the people in the band, you know. But love Paul yeah. McCartney. As far as I know, he's not a problematic being. So
2: I know that this is my wife's favorite Christmas song of all time. So. I have to, I have to hear it and like it. It's I uh, I didn't like, this is one of the songs that I didn't grow up like listening to. I am definitely more of like Jingle Bells and like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and Frosty and like, that's what I grew up with. But like her parents are super into, we're super into like 80s music and 70s music and stuff. So they like listen to that stuff a lot more than my mother so Mike,
0: this was uh this was after he went solo, right? Yeah, I, I mean, okay. I don't know if John Lennon was even alive in '79. I don't remember oh, when his assassination uh, was. Yeah, I think that definitely would have been after the Beatles split. Um, but yeah, it's like oh, he died I'm, a year after. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I think it was after they split those. So, yeah, it was like, definitely after they or, split. Like, Long after this would. To me, I like the instrumental. Like I like every part of the song. I like Paul McCartney's voice. I really enjoyed like the instrument part, instrumental part of the song as well, because it was, it just sounds funky. If that's the word I'd want to say. Yeah. The, um, this this wasn't
1: like one I really grew up listening to a lot. Um. Uh, like. It, my my. Dad liked some of the Beatles, but it wasn't like his one of his like main bands. So like he enjoys their music, but he didn't have it playing in the car very often. Uh, and I, it just kind of passed me by. I I think it's a good song, uh, but it just it doesn't have a whole lot of rep, uh, reverence from me. That's fair. Shall we move on to the next one then? Yeah, yeah that's
2: all. That's all I got for say. that one. I, I mean I like it. I think it's a good Christmas song to put on, but that's a, That's all I got yeah. for it.
1: Yeah, I'm. We've been mostly positive about but most of these songs so far. This next one, not so much though. Um, the next one is
2: uh, "Do They Know It's Christmas" by ban- Band Aid. I think this. I, I think it's just where they put a bunch of um, so, like famous singers together and sung together. Like sung it, and I think they thought that like, hey. We don't know anything about other countries, and these are th- probably third world countries. So how, like, you know, if you live in Africa, you gotta live in a dirt hut. They don't have regular buildings and stuff there. So do they even know that it's Christmas time? You know, yeah, they you
0: know. really thought they were cooking with this, yeah. One, but it's just like it's <laughs> very insensitive.
2: Like at,
1: mm-hmm. Uh
0: the intentions behind it, it was it was made for like a relief fund sort of yeah. charity thing, but. Lyrically it's very insensitive. I like a lot of like the instrumental part of the song. Uh but other than that, it, it lyrically it can go fuck off. Thank God it's there, it's there.
2: Time where they try or uh, like this could be something different to where they like tried to hold hands and like connected everybody like across the world or the country or something like that. Uh, like, do you know across what? Across America, yeah. So. It was that like uh, around the same time. Like, is this part of these movements?
1: I was thinking this was earlier, but I could be
2: wrong. Like, wasn't all that in eighties or was it? Was that hand across Hands Across America in the 90s?
0: Hand Hand Hands Across America. It was in nineteen eighty six from what? So this would have been 80? two years earlier.
2: Okay, so I think that, so I bet this was like part of all of their like push, to like, I don't know. I guess it coming out of what Vietnam at this time, like still in the cold, like not like you know, they're out of Vietnam at this time, right? Yeah, because yeah, but by like a while. But like this is like they're like they're finally it's a finally enough time to be like hey let's try to right our wrongs. And like connect everybody, and maybe they're like trying to, you know, the Cold War is still going on, because that doesn't end until the like nineteen ninety. So they're like, oh, let's try to connect everybody.
0: It's in a and very day. like fake way to me, though.
2: Yeah, and it, it, it does
0: feel incredibly artificial.
2: Oh yeah.
1: But also, like this, this was to. Uh, raise relief efforts for a famine raging raging in Ethiopia in the 1980s. And it's just like, do they know it's Christmas time? Who gives a shit? Like, just give them food
0: and, like, aid. like. Well, you know, the intention of the song is, like, it's going to get radio plays, and it's going to raise money that way, and then it's going to go towards that. But, again, lyrically, it's just like...
2: Yeah. They could have done what... The Philadelphia Eagles and Jason Kelsey did, uh, and they, you know, they made... Throw
1: batteries at them?
2: <laughs> Dude, Philly's, Philly's uh, sports teams have a great history. I actually love it. But anyway, they <laughs> they made... Um... Dude, we can cover we could cover sports teams. I would love you to do it. I would have I so much fun. Can. I love it. But, like, they, they raised money for charity, and they released a Christmas album last year and this year, and this year their christmas album and song is higher than all i want for christmas is you they like they beat out mariah carey and everything but like they're you know they came up with like uh their covered songs and everything but they didn't like make a new original song insulting this country to be like oh you know you're so you're you're in such a bad place do you know like what christmas is but I mean, at the same time, thinking about the words, like I guess maybe because they're so, they were trying to say, or because you're so hungry, or because you have so much worries, can you even like, do you even know that it's Christmas? I don't know.
1: Yeah, but, but there's also lines like, "Well, tonight, thank God, it's them and not you." Yeah. Go fuck yourself, Bono, for so many reasons. Yeah,
2: yeah, I don't know. The song's problematic, yeah. definitely. Maybe Uh, maybe they were trying to do it with good intentions, but definitely problematic.
1: It probably was meant with good intentions, but like Mike said, pretty insensitive lyrics. I would say insulting lyrics, but uh, insensitive is probably like the. I'll be more PC about about it. Yeah. Uh, So, anyways, fuck that song. Let's move on. Uh, So, next up we got It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas, and we went with the Michael Buble version. We know there's other versions some might argue are better, but... But they're
2: not more well-known. Dude, I can almost guarantee you the Michael Buble Buble version is the most well-known. There's no doubt about it. I don't know about that. If we took a survey, guaranteed more people would say... It's definitely not the version that plays in my head. I don't even what other version plays in your head.
1: Like the much deeper version. Like, I don't know who sings it, but like if...
2: That's Michael Buble. That's him. It's not. Yeah, it is.
1: No, it fucking isn't.
2: Don't argue with me.
0: So, (laughs) get better facts. Not particularly about the Michael Buble version. But in uh, high school, there, I think there was like one year. Where it's like it was a couple of my friends. We would like in a high pitched go like it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Pretty probably just spiked my audio with that. that that's all I really got when it comes to the song. It's a you spiked right it song.
2: so bad your audio didn't even come through. You that's, must have yeah. been so loud. You must... <laughs> <I didn't
0: register. laughs> well, that was what we would do. But it has nothing to do with like the Michael Buble version. Of the song, at least.
2: No, uh, I mean, I I really like the song. I really like Michael Bublé, like uh, his like Christmas stuff in general. I can put that on like when I'm decorating or when we're like cooking for Christmas or anything, and just like you know, his songs go on in the back, and you're just doing it. I think I think it sets the whole mood. You know, it's like it's like it's like you are setting the mood for sexy Christmas, basically.
0: I wasn't gonna call it sexy. I was gonna call it more of a laid back. I do like. The slopes, when it comes to like the slower, deep voiced singers, I do like that in a sense. Like, it's a more, it feels more calming in a way. Yeah. I guess would be the word I'd want to use. Yeah, there
1: ain't no way in hell the Michael Bublé version is more well known than like Bing Crosby or Perry Especially
0: Cuomo since three. this came out like 12, 10, 11 no, years I'm ago.
2: definitely more well known.
0: No. I didn't realize that like this came out in like 2011. Yeah.
2: Bing and, like, Sinatra and all them basically did all of the songs. Like, before them, I have no, like, did they make these songs? Like, no. Um, like, they're b- Beginning to of, look
1: a lot like Christmas was uh, originally written by Meredith Wilson in
2: 1951. Yeah, but, like, I, I, th- I feel like Bing, Sinatra, um, and, ooh, there's another, there's, a, like, a couple of ladies made them, like, super big.
1: Uh, the fontaines yeah the yeah, fontaine yeah. sisters
2: they like these are the uh, ones who made like all the christmas songs huge and from basically yeah. from like the 50s, 60s era when they all made these songs until we get to like what like, the, the pop
1: remakes yeah
2: like that's 50 years of nobody like they i guess people covered them but nobody was like you don't listen to them now even if they covered them like i don't know anybody that covered them from like in between that was just not pop you know
1: Uh, i mean there's there's a few here and there like michael jackson and stuff right um but yeah it it is few
0: and far between for the most part you know on Uh, deep voiced singers i'd really like to hear um who's the guy that makes the family guy show is it todd todd uh, Seth, MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. He's got a really yeah. great singing voice. I would love... His, his is very, like, Sinatra-esque. I'd like to hear him do, like, a cover of a Christmas song. Hasn't hadn't. he released... Hasn't he released an an album? Like,
1: not, not a Christmas album, but just a different kind of
0: album? I know he had a video come out, like, a year or so ago. Like, recently-ish, where he was singing with somebody. And, it, he, he like I said, he has, a, like, a Sinatra-esque sounding voice. And, like, he also does his did the singing and some of the family guy songs yeah you can't really argue uh against him being like very
1: talented voice actor um and like in in his live action stuff's fine too but like he's he's got a lot of range and ability with his voice and so yeah i imagine he could make a pretty good christmas album if he wanted to yeah if he wanted to which i doubt he does (laughs) i he he does seem quite busy. Well, maybe not now, uh, comparatively, but, like, he's he's had a lot on his career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I like the song. I don't really care much for Michael Buble's version. Uh, some of it's, like, that whole album, like, some of it sounds like it tries too hard, and then,
0: like, other times it's just like, yeah, this is fine, but I've heard it better. Yeah. I, I, I there's no, I, it, i just like a, a deep voice singer sometimes and it was okay enough okay so the next one we got is uh you're a mean one mr grinch uh
1: by Thurl ravenscroft
2: everybody knows this one and that and like that's the like original one in the movie right it's in the, in in the cartoon, cartoon, cartoon the original movie, yeah. animated cartoon yeah
0: the the good movie the one that's not an hour and a half long oh, <laughs> an hour and 44 gosh. minutes whatever King and Fuck his, King.
2: uh he doesn't like the other two Grinch movies and he's selling... well, to be
0: fair
1: I haven't seen the 2018 one and that one sounds a little bit more intriguing um, but yeah I, I I do prefer it being half an hour what, like
0: a funny thing with this is like when I was making the Spotify playlist for me to listen to this I just picked the the first time I made a playlist just to pick some songs I picked the correct version and then when i was making remaking the playlist for the songs that we were going to be covering i picked the one that has like the it does the you're the mean one mr grinch part for like however long that part of the song is and then it goes into like five minutes of the animated cartoon of the narrator <laughs> talking about the grinch I was like what the fuck is this
1: <laughs> yeah I, uh my girlfriend and i were setting up my grandma's tree yesterday and um and we just had Spotify on playing, uh, the list and that song came up and it was just like, Oh sweet. And then like, it just kept going and we were like, the fuck is this? Yeah, and like, I, and it, and if you watch it on your phone, it's got the video going along with it. And it's like a full five minute clip and it's just like, what, what the hell's happening? I
0: didn't even bother to replace it. I was just like, well, if this is just going to stay here, I'll skip to the, skip when it gets to that part. <laughs>
2: You just watched one fourth of the movie. That's all.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: But I like this does have some really great lyrics in it. Uh, like you're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mister Grinch. You're a bad banana, Mister Grinch, with the greasy black peel. It's just like they are laying into it. Oh yeah, they're they're they're, uh, uh, they're fucking clowning on him. Yeah, you've got garlic in your soul. Yeah, like i i i love that um uh, that version and like the voice is like so memorable yeah very deep and just overall very good uh and then and then there's a version i showed michael yesterday oh yeah <laughs> where, where the lyrics get uncensored quote-unquote uncensored and they really take off um but yeah it's it just like you know uh It's great uh, in context of the animated movie. It's great uh, just as a song. Um, Like, I don't. I don't know if I'd one hundred percent throw it on a Christmas playlist. I probably would, but it'd be like ninety percent, ninety five, maybe. Like, you know, like, um, it's just because it's so specific to a specific movie. It's it's not exactly as uh, like evergreen as rocking around the christmas yeah. tree or jingle bell rock but still like good song uh
0: i enjoyed it at least yeah if i were to throw a christmas party this will be like at the beginning of the playlist so it can just get out of it get, get I, it so it can get it out of the way for the other ones
2: okay that's fair
1: like before anyone's comfortable dancing or what yeah
0: you know
2: just to set the tone to set the mood
0: so i think we can move on to the next one we're not going to include Christmas Shoes this time, because I would gladly no. ignore the
2: fuck out of that song.
0: <laughs> no, we'll, we'll that save that for great, next time.
2: That song's great, and uh, I have a lot to say, and I don't want you guys <laughs> being mean about it.
0: We'll save it for okay. next year, whenever we do it, because yeah. that song can get fucked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because, because
1: it's
0: fucking terrible. I mean, Why unless we want to go ahead and just discuss it, and then move on with our lives, but I don't know how long that'll take, so we can probably just save that one for next year. Yeah, unless Kevin desperately needs to defend the song right now.
2: I mean, it's. I mean, I can defend the song. want to do I don't, it right now or save under, it till later? I don't under. I just. I don't understand your guys' problem with it and why you guys are like hate it.
0: It's we'll depressing. It yeah,
2: yeah. because it's talking about real life stuff.
1: It's annoying.
2: No. It's yes. sad, wonderful, about a child, all that, child, we're going to talk about this, okay. Anyway, guys. Fine, fuck. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while. And know these shoes will make her smile. And want her to look beautiful. I We're sticking this song in because uh, the two Grinches over here since we're coming off uh, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Uh, they don't like uh, a very wonderful song called The Christmas Shoes that was made for a movie or they put it in a movie and it's talking about basically about a kid's mom who does everything for him at Christmas and she's makes the spirit of Christmas and that's why it's so wonderful and great and like she's dying so all he wants to do is buy her Christmas shoes so hopefully she could get better or make her happy during this time but for some reason these two don't don't like uh you know making their moms happy i guess or anything so they're just like oh it's sad and depressing yeah but because the sad things still happen around christmas you know
0: okay let me premise it this way i have no issue with the, the christian religion this song was from the 2000s christian music then pretty not good i like some christian <laughs> artists this is one of those bands. Their, their band name is called New Song. What the fuck is that even supposed to mean? Lyrically, it's depressing, which, you know, it's fine. Depressing lyrics is okay sometimes for Christmas songs, but this is just, this one was just, like, too much for me, and it was also very preachy in a way to me. And that's just, like, a problem I have with. It's also it's, just a bad story. Yeah. Why well, is it a
2: bad story? Uh, cause
1: the kid's counting pennies for like a year and a half and like, it takes like minutes for anyone to just be like, fuck it. Here's two bucks. Get your fucking shoes.
0: Let's go. Let's move this line. It's a good Samaritan song in a way, but it's like, I don't know. It, it rubs me the wrong way having to hear it. And I listened through it one time. I was like, I can't listen to this again. I'm going to skip it any other time it pops up.
2: Let me ask you guys a question. Let me and let me see, see if this makes you feel better about it. Do you guys like Rob Lowe?
0: No.
1: Damn.
2: And I don't know to make a, about he, him. He, Rob Lowe's the one who gives the kid money for um the shoes in in this in the movie. In the movie. And yes. he I mean i was just saying I like Rob Lowe. I, but yeah, he he's the one that gives him the thing. They're both going, you know, the, Rob Lowe's dealing with something in the movie. The kid's dealing with this other we're thing. They're both dealing the with problems.
0: What? We're, about the, we're not talking about the movie.
2: We're talking about the song. The song is a direct correlation with the movie. It, the song is the movie.
1: Yeah, the movie that neither of us are ever going to watch.
0: I don't even know what the name of the movie is. The Christmas Shoes. I'm
1: pretty sure it's just called The Christmas
0: well, Shoes. Yeah, <laughs> it's I definitely called... haven't seen it, and that's it's a dumbass a... name. Yeah, it's almost as dumb as New Song. The yeah. band name. I'd you rather guys. listen to Bad Company by Bad Company <laughs> off the album Bad Company.
2: <laughs> you guys are so mean. New Song, just so you guys I'm know. just telling you,
0: early 2000s Christian music, pretty fucking boring and stinkier shit.
1: Also, if your mom's currently dying and might die tonight... Maybe get her something that isn't shoes, cause I doubt she wants to wear shoes when she fucking kicks the bucket.
2: It's so she looked pretty while she, as she passed, so she wasn't. There's a whole backstory to it.
1: Yeah, I know, and it's fucking trash.
2: Oh, gosh. Anyway, new song is from. Uh, uh, I don't want to say oh. where I'm. I don't want to say where I'm at, but they're from oh. where I'm at right now. By the way. Okay, <laughs> they uh they, they started ar- around here. That's
0: cool. Well, well, they should have yes, stayed Athens, around there. So I don't care. Green's Clearwater's from California. The,
2: um, it's, it's not relevant, from but from I just California. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you like to add on that, Kevin? No, I, that's all I gotta say. You guys don't make me mad about the song. It's, I it's just,
0: not it's, a good song. It's a beautiful song about no, all he wants to
2: do is make his mother happy. And there, you guys, you guys are against it. There
0: are far better songs that don't have to push a ideology as, along with it.
1: Also, the moral of the story was the guy was being grumpy because he had to wait in line to buy Chris like Christmas presents, and he needed a kid's mom dying from cancer to make him feel happy about the holidays by remembering the reason of the season is
0: giving instead of receiving. Yeah, can you it's horseshit. Yeah, maybe he should have think... remembered that Frosty quote that Kevin fucking yeah. spoke about earlier. God
1: had to give this lady cancer so that Rob Lowe could remember that, like, it's nice to give things.
2: No, it's because he's going through, like, uh, um, a divorce and, like, a bunch of other stuff is happening in his life as well. And Well, so then he, his wife was right. He was forgetting that the, the time of the season. And uh, there's a lot more to this. You guys are just... Uh, also... You're saying don't push their. It's literally. I'm pretty sure. Like this is made from. Like this is literally a Christian movie and a Christian so, band making a Christian song. So it's even worse. That's like saying. <laughs> that's like saying, "Hey, metalcore, don't make metalcore because we don't want you to push your metalcore metalcore ideology." They
1: don't. Have- no, you can simply say, "I don't like this metalcore song." Yeah. Same way I'm saying,
0: I don't like this fucking music.
2: That's fine. I'm just saying. That. And again, there because lean, it sucks. There are the Christian message.
0: metalcore bands that have probably better messages in their songs when it comes to God, and it doesn't feel as pushy and chubby as this and, kind. of And does you know others. who
2: brought all those metalcore and the uh, those bands to like huge prominence? New song. They're I the don't ones think that that's. Started. Oh fuck no. off! If anything,
0: it would have been Creed. You can shut the fuck nope, up right now. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <Look laughs> it would definitely Look been Creed. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. I would rather listen to Creed the new song.
2: So new, no. So new song, like started. I'm not going to get into this, but they they started a thing called like um. It's like this huge concert and everything, and they got like skillet and. Do you know who was it called? New concert? No, it's it's called Winter Jam. But do you know who like? Do you know who Toby Mac or like Newsboys or Skillet, Lecrae, all of them? I know who like,
0: Skillet is. They played in our hometown one time.
2: Yeah. So that like new song made this thing called Winter Jam, and gave all of these people like or they they like helped them all of these bands like become more prominent.
0: I don't think it was because of Winter Jam. Oh gosh. No. I'm pretty I'm sure Warp Tour War gonna... probably had a better influence on them for them than winter jam something i would never even heard of anyways are we done with that one i I mean
1: i i'm pretty sure i've said what i need to say i could continue shitting on this that terrible fucking song
2: number 13 is blue christmas by elvis presley recorded in 1957 released in 1964 and here you go. we've moved on.
0: See, this is a okay. depressing song. I can get behind. I also kind. Of, I like Elvis's music. I don't like Elvis as a person. <laughs> wow. Uh, he, you know, he's a little. Bit, I mean, I haven't seen the Elvis movie, but from what I hear, he's kind of a scummy person. You know, but he's got some good tunes. I mean, I don't think you're gonna get like a full uh, perspective of him from the movie,
1: but uh, yeah, he's definitely got some. Uh, some
0: characteristics i disagree with like him being a fucking narc but again i I like his tunes this is a good tune even though it's a sad one but
2: you guys just have problems with so many things this is why you guys lack spirit and happiness in your hearts
0: i feel like kevin i'm i feel like it's better for me as a human being to be able to point out flaws and issues and things and people and be able to discuss that, and not feel like, and it's not being like I'm a negative person. I'm just, it, we're talking about Christmas music here. I'm just saying, Elvis overall, eh, person, good songs, for the most part. No, I mean he was the king for a reason, and I, I actually do like Blue Christmas. It's a, it's a pretty good song for even though it's a sad song. Yeah, I'm fine with it.
2: I just hope your guys' hearts can take away, you know, since it's a couple of sizes too small, like two or three, I hope it can get to normal size again one day. Yeah, I really hope the
0: Lord will tell me about a cancer woman so I can buy shoes for her.
2: I'm talking about the Grinch right now. Why Why do you keep going back to this song? We're not talking about the Grinch either. I was talking about the Grinch. It's a heart. It's a Why are you Jesus coming back fault? to the Grinch? We're, we're on to Blue Christmas. I, I, I'm trying to get your Christmas spirit up more to make your heart bigger. Well, you,
0: we went on to Blue Christmas, which is a sad song. There's not and It's I, not a song to like warm your heart.
2: But now you're being mean about the king.
0: I'm not being mean. I'm pointing out what? that he has flaws that I'm not okay with. Even though I do like his music. Like, I like the Beatles. Being factually accurate might be upsetting, but it's not being mean. Like, I like the Beatles, but I don't like John Lennon. Fair. I definitely don't like his wife, but that's probably just from internet culture poisoning. Frank Sinatra's a shithead, too. Yeah, like, a lot of, I mean, especially, like, with older artists, you're gonna see, like, some of them are kind of shitty people. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though they have great hits. All right, so we're going into Jingle Bells. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking right. on Frank Sinatra, we got Jingle Bells by Frank Sinatra.
2: The uh, the start of the song, and then like, I don't think I ever knew that it started with him. Them like with the, spelling
0: with the jingle, the J I N G L E bells.
2: I love those J I N G L E bells. Oh, those holiday jingle bells! Oh, those happy jingle bells! I love those jingle bells. Oh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Yeah, I don't think I ever knew that. Like that song was sung that way. I just know like the middle, the the middle part. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I,
0: I like the jingle. I do like old jingles and songs. Jingles are fun and catchy, which I guess is the point. Uh, overall, I do like the song. It, it's it's a classic Christmas song. There's nothing like yeah. too special about it other than it's Frank Sinatra.
1: Yeah, I mean it is it is classic Frank Sinatra, Frank Sinatra, and uh, it's certainly a Christmas song. Um, I I think it's fine. Uh, I would throw this on at a at a like more classic Christmas uh, party, like that would be on that kind of playlist, and um, and like it's. It's exactly what it's advertised. It's Frank Sinatra singing singing Jingle Bells. Like, say so, what you want, but
2: the thing, the, well, the thing. why I think it's like such an iconic song. Is I'm pretty sure if you ask anybody, um, like they'll know the first verse and the, the chorus to Jingle Bells. Like, do do you? I'm pretty sure. Like, if I started like singing it, or like if anybody started singing it. Everybody knows it. It's like dashing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh. Are you yeah. telling me you guys don't know it? I do or know Or you just it. not want to sing?
0: i thinking of something else. I wasn't trying to...
2: Over the fields we go laughing all the way. Yeah, and like, the song also
0: gets joked on, like the Batman version, the Jingle Bell, Batman smells it... sort of shit. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, it's so, an like, iconic this... song.
2: I think this song is, like, one of, like, the biggest, like, songs just because, like, there's a bunch of parodies to it. Everybody knows the verses. Everybody knows, like, jingle bells. Like, even if, like, you know, like, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Like, even if that's all you know. Like, you know that chorus. There's some people that can, like, hear other songs and don't know the chorus. Like, I think this is one of those songs that it's, like, well, because it's relatively simple
0: and catchy, which is fine. Exactly.
1: Yeah, uh, the only thing is, like, uh, when I think of Jingle Bells, and, like, even as you were singing it, I like I had to go back and check to make sure those were the lyrics that Frank Sinatra was using, because it yeah. doesn't sound right. Because uh, of the way but he it sings is. it. Yeah, because of the way he sings it. Uh, plus, they, like, uh, swap it over, and, like, it has the chorus first, and then it does... Um,
2: yeah, but that's why I was the, so thrown off when the, we were listening to the Frank Sinatra version, because I was like, I don't think I've ever heard the song sung this way, but I know the song.
1: Yeah, like, I, I feel like I've heard Frank Sinatra sing it before, um, but, like, I I mostly think of, like, having to sing this in, like, uh, elementary school yeah. choirs and stuff, and, like, that's a very different... Like, it, it's the same lyrics, but it, it has a very different, like, tone and yeah, feeling you, to you're it. you're not going... Jingle bells, jingle bells, j- yeah. jingle bells. <laughs> you're not doing that old crooner, like, snapping along yeah. while you're singing it. Uh, so, like, it is it is different in that respect. But, I mean, it is still. It's Frank Sinatra doing jingle bells. Uh, it's hard to be mad at that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's fine to me. Yeah. And is that where we'll pick up? next year on some songs or
1: we, we Gucci there. As I said at the near the beginning of the episode, this is going to be our last episode of the season or of the year, because this will come out on the 20th. Uh, and we're going to be taking Christmas off to just because we, we've all got schedules going, uh, differently. And you know, it's, we got time to spend with family and friends and, uh, and also just rest, relax. And, uh, and I want to start off next year on the right foot with some with some real wild stories. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna take the week off. We'll have our final thoughts, uh, and then next year we'll we'll be back at it, uh, back on schedule. So, do you guys have any final thoughts uh, about our list or anything
0: else? Not particularly. I don't usually care for christmas music it was you know fun to just do an episode on it and kind of discuss some of the songs you know even though some of them we were just we kind of like slapped through than others we you know had a bit of a discussion about but i mean that kind of just kind of comes and goes depending on the song yeah uh this is certainly not the
1: like this isn't like our our only list of christmas songs there's far too many more that we could have gone through but um you know Overall, when I'm not thinking about it, I I don't really like Christmas music because, you know, like, working in stores where, like, it's constantly playing or just, like, the way some people get into Christmas music, it, it can be irritating. Yeah, like, uh,
0: when I worked in shipping for the company I worked for, the, my supervisor, she would be playing Q102, and um, tip, it's a typical pop station, but during Christmas... And whatever, it's nothing but Christmas music. So she's playing that the whole day that we're at work. I'm like, I want to kill myself. I don't
2: feel that way. I don't like, I can, from the day after Thanksgiving until the end of uh, Christmas, I can listen to all those songs over and over again and not feel that way.
0: And I don't think that shows that we have like a lack of holiday spirit. It's just, it's kind of tiresome to hear the same songs over and over again.
1: There are also other ways to have Christmas Spirit than just listening to the same relentless onslaught of cheer. But, like I said, normally don't have, like, a super positive opinion about it. But, like, as we were making this list uh, and now, like, talking about them going through, like, most of these are pretty entertaining songs. Yeah. And when you're listening to them once. Like, if you have to listen to... 30 of them over and over again, uh, or the same 12 over and over again, like this shit can get pretty tiresome, but you know, like we brought up uh, a lot of different styles, a lot of different, uh, decades and overall, like, I think this was a pretty good, like first, first 15 and we'll definitely have to revisit this uh in a christmas in the future because we've we've got a whole lot of other songs we could talk about yeah there's a
2: bunch because i i'm excited to like get into like even some of the ones that we uh we had like kind of we wanted to talk about a little bit more but like i saw mama kissing santa claus like dude that song's wild wild you know she, she was tickling santa claus kissing there's there's so there's like so many other things uh uh, Santa Claus Coming to, t- to Town, Bruce Springsteen, dude, that song goes so hard. I, I really, really like that song. Uh, I, I'm just throwing them in here real quick, just to like so you guys know, so you come around next year. But uh, yeah, dude, I'm I'm excited. Love Christmas music. Love Christmas in general. Love love Christmas. I got I got, I mean, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah uh, there's there's more classics to go through. There's more modern uh, Christmas songs to go through. There's also like more offbeat ones um we didn't like we didn't cover any of the hip-hop uh christmas songs uh so we'll have to hit a couple of those
2: yeah and there's like i mean there's newer songs that are coming out now like that are they're becoming like bigger and bigger over the over the years and you know if you give it another 10 20 years these songs will become classics it's just there's not they haven't like caught on fire yet
1: yeah, maybe, uh, and and there's certainly like popular artists still mm-hmm. producing them. Uh, and we haven't I told th-
2: we didn't get to talk about Justin Bieber like that wasn't yeah. on the list, uh,
1: dude. And you you also mentioned Taylor Swift. We didn't get to talk about that. Uh, yeah, there there's plenty more songs that we could talk about, but uh, I think we've I think we've done a pretty pretty good first take. Uh, and so we'll we'll probably revisit this next Christmas. Other than that, I think we can uh, plug and get out of here. Wish everyone a happy end of the year and look forward to the next one.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Please like, follow do anything subscribe just throw a comment out there even if you want to call uh the kevin guy a piece of crap and be like hey you should have played metal gear uh you big baby who didn't fully commit like the other two yeah i understand that but i listened to all these songs i committed to this it was a wonderful time but catch us for more on x at what underscore we underscore consume and on instagram at what we consume podcast mike
0: yeah happy holidays you can catch me on X at Michael Ray V and in Blue Sky at Grassman94. I haven't touched my Blue Sky since who knows when, but I'm there still. I am at King Hagathor on both Twitter and Blue Sky. What do you got, Kevin?
2: And I'm going to leave you guys with these final words from one of my favorite Christmas books. So Merry Christmas to all, be kind to one another, and most of all, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Nice. Bye-bye.